we've been on the topic of relationships, uh, so uh, let's jump back into that uh, tonight. Uh, and uh, what, I'd, what I'd like to do is uh, share with you um, three things uh, that, are, uh, that are so helpful uh, to bringing clarity uh, to our lives. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of times in life, it can get real like cloudy and, and foggy when it comes on, when it comes to knowing what to do. Uh, but, but these three things, I think, really help uh, to, uh, to move that fog uh, out of our lives and bring, bring real clarity uh, to the decisions that we have to make so that, so that we don't, we don't, we don't know what to, we don't not know what to do. We know what we need to do. Um, and, and not only do they do that, uh, but, uh, and this is what I really love, uh, is they are, uh, if you will, relationship door openers. Uh, they open, they open doors and they help to keep those doors uh, open because uh, when it comes to relationships, what we don't want, we don't want closed doors. Uh, and we, and, we, and we don't want closed doors that are, uh, that are locked. When it comes to relationships, we want open doors so that there's open, uh, openness and so that there's open communication. Um, that, that's wonderful, uh, life-giving uh, for relationships. Uh, so, so let's pray, uh, and, then, uh, and then we'll get into these three things that not only bring clarity, uh, but they also open relationship doors and keep them open. And let's pray together and ask the Lord to be with us and help us tonight. Uh, pray with me. Uh, Lord, uh, we thank you as always uh, for time together. Uh, we thank you for time uh, in your word. Uh, we pray that you would speak uh, to our hearts, uh, that, you'd, uh, that you'd be in our conversation, uh, that, uh, that you would um, lead tonight, and that it, that it would be your word that is proclaimed and your will uh, that is done, and, and for each one of us, uh, that this would be a life-changing time with you, a life-changing time together, uh, and a life-changing time uh, in your word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Uh, well, you know, as Christians, um, we are followers of Christ. We are uh, His disciples. Uh, uh, you know, Hebrews chapter 12 um, tells us to fix our eyes uh, on Jesus. You know, when, when we're running the race, that we're to fix our eyes on Jesus, who's the author and perfecter uh, of our faith. And, and it also tells us that we are to uh, consider Him and to take Him uh, as uh, our example. Uh, actually, you know, I think it'd probably be good to just, to just read that and, uh, and remember what Hebrews 12 says to us about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, starting at verse 1, uh, says, says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith. So telling us in this, you know, in this race of life that we are running, this, uh, this race that's been marked out for us, that we've got to persevere and not give up, 
uh, and that uh, and that we need to fix our eyes uh, on Jesus. And you know, I want you to think about that as as fixing your eyes on Him, not only as the goal, but also as the example. You know, He's the prize we're running for, but but He's also our example of of how we are to run the race of life uh, with perseverance. And that's what Hebrews uh, goes on to tell us in verse two: Let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Consider consider him, consider Jesus, consider Jesus who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So we are to to take Jesus as our example and, and to, to run uh, with Him uh, the way that He ran, uh, running for Him. We are His followers. We are His uh, disciples. So, so we're uh, looking to Jesus uh, for direction and, and guidance and help and truth uh, in all things, in, in all things, right? Uh, so, so if we're looking to Him for that in all things, then then certainly we should look to Jesus uh, for help uh, when it comes to our relationships and when it comes to uh, having wonderful, life-giving uh, relationships. And, uh, and, and, and when you really look at Jesus and study the Gospels, what you'll find uh, is that He was wonderful at relationships, uh, that everywhere He went, uh, people gravitated uh, to him uh, and and entered into relationship with him and connected with him he was uh, he had wonderful life-giving uh, relationships all around him and not only was he wonderful at at relationships with you know the apostles and and the disciples and and his family members and friends and and people all around him uh, but he was also very focused and intentional uh, when it came to his relationship with his heavenly Father. And, and we see Jesus having a wonderful, intimate, close uh, relationship uh, with God, where he would often slip away you know, just to go and spend time you know, with the Father. And, and we have the Father you know, declaring over Jesus, this is my Son, uh, in, whom I, in whom I am well uh, pleased. So we have, we have Jesus uh, having wonderful uh, earthly relationships, and then we also see him having a wonderful relationship uh, with God the Father. And I think there's a real help uh, in that. Um, so, so you can look at it this way, you know, that, that this relationship with God, that Jesus had this relationship with God right and because this relationship with God uh, was right, all of his other relationships uh, became right as well and were, and were healthy uh, as well. So, so if you want a healthy, beautiful, uh, life-giving relationships with others, then the first thing you've got to do is have a healthy, life-giving relationship uh, with uh, the Lord. And so these three things that I said I want to talk to us about, um, they are so important to our relationship with God 
uh, and, and our relationships with others as well. But if we will get our relationship with God uh, right and, and make that first and priority and, and that one and our relationship with the Lord is healthy and strong, then we'll find, like Jesus, that all of our other relationships are, uh, are, are growing and, and, health, and grow, growing toward a place of, of health and, and beauty and, and life. Um, because when we get this one right with God, then all these other ones, uh, He comes and helps us uh, to, <clears throat> to help get all of those other relationships right uh, as, as well. Uh, so let me share with you these, uh, these three things. Um, maybe, maybe one of them or maybe two of them uh, may surprise you, uh, but, um, but they're, they're so beneficial for our uh, relationships. Uh, and, uh, and let me go ahead and say before I, before I tell you uh, that these things are, are easy. They're easy uh, until they're hard. And then when they're hard, uh, they are, they're hard. Uh, you'll see what I mean in just a second. Um, one is, is forgiveness. Uh, I know we, I mean, we talked about this a good bit uh, last Wednesday, um, but this is so important. And, uh, and forgiveness is so uh, important, indispensable when it comes to uh, relationships. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think it's important to recognize that, that forgiveness, forgiveness is so easy uh, until it's hard. Um, it, it's so easy when you're in relationship and everything's going well and, and there's not any hurt or, uh, or difficulty or, or challenges. It's easy to forgive, but as soon as, as, soon as there's conflict and, and difficulty, then this thing of forgiveness that, that's so easy all of a sudden uh, becomes uh, so hard. Uh, but, uh, but the example that we have uh, from Jesus is forgiving uh, not only when it's easy, uh, but all the more uh, when it's hard. And that's the kind of forgiveness that we've got to have, that we've got to embrace, that, that we've got to live. Um, you know, how easy is it uh, to uh, forgive when it's easy? And, and what good is it to only forgive when it's easy? We've got to have forgiveness when it's not only easy, but when it's hard, when it's difficult. Uh, and, and, and that's challenging. I know it is, but it's just true that we forgive the hard things as well as we forgive the easy things. And that's going to go such a long way to bringing clarity to your life and also making sure that relationship doors are opened and that they stay open. Many times, uh, many times the, the, the cloud that comes into relationships where we look and we're like, man, there's, there's closed doors and there's tension and there's difficulty and I don't know what to do. Uh, many times all of that goes away if we will, if we will remember forgiveness and, and remember that Jesus taught us to forgive and that that is what we are to do. Like when you don't know what to do, forgive. That's probably what you need to do. That's one of the things that you're, that you're struggling with uh, that you maybe don't want to do, but you have to do in order for the relationship doors to be opened 
and, and for people to come back together. And uh, not only is forgiveness so important for our relationships with one another, uh, but, but it's, it's also so important for our relationship uh, with God. And, and when we will not forgive one another, that affects our relationship with God uh, as well. Here's, here's what Jesus said about uh, forgiveness. One of the things uh, that he said about it uh, in Matthew um, now, let's look at, actually, I was going to look at Luke's this time since we looked at Matthew last week. But Jesus says this in, a, in Luke chapter 6. You, you may have heard this um, pretty familiar passage of Scripture, verse 37. You know, Jesus says, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So, so he says a good bit there, but you know, one of the clear things that he says is that you've got you to forgive, and, uh, and when you forgive, that you uh, will be uh, forgiven. And then there is in Matthew, um, in Matthew 5, uh, the instruction uh, that Jesus gives of when we come to the altar to bring a gift to the Lord, and there at the altar, uh, we're bringing this gift to the Lord, and there at the altar, bringing the gift to God, we, we remember because God reminds us that we've got ought against our brother, that we've got ought against one of our relationships. Then God says, leave your gift at the altar and go and, and restore relationship and then come and offer uh, your gift. So, so when there's bitterness and unforgiveness and, and, uh, and hurt and tension and closed doors in relationships with one another, if, if we go to worship and offer our gift, what's going to happen is God's going to speak to us about that relationship and, and about nothing else. And until we'll leave our gift and go uh, make it right, go forgive and, and restore relationship and open those doors uh, back up, those doors of relationship uh, back up, uh, until we do that, we won't be able to, to really uh, hear anything else from God. But you've got ought against your brother, you've got ought against your brother, you've got ought against your brother. But when we go and forgive and then come and offer our gift, we'll find that that because the relationship door with our brother or our sister is now been opened and restored, that the relationship door with God is opened and restored as well because, because of forgiveness, which is so easy until it's hard. But we've, ought, we've got to forgive not only when it's easy, but also when it's hard. And when we do, uh, that, that, that opens doors uh, in our relationship with God. Uh, and, uh, and when that relationship is healthy and strong, powerfully works to make all of our other relationships healthy and strong as well. Uh, so, so make sure um, that you forgive, and, uh, and not only when it's easy, uh, but also uh, when it's hard. Uh, second thing I'd like to uh, share with you tonight uh, that, that brings such clarity to our lives and, and also opens doors uh, is, uh, is, is authority. So we've got forgiveness, uh, and, and now we have uh, authority. Uh, authority, uh, much like uh, forgiveness, is, 
is so easy uh, until it's hard. Um, but but uh, you know, following uh, Jesus' example, uh, we are to be respectful uh, of authority. Uh, we are not to be uh, rebellious uh, people. We are to have an understanding uh, of authority and to, and to be uh, not only appropriately in authority, but also appropriately under authority. Uh, one, of the, one of the kind of amazing stories uh, in the life of Jesus is in Matthew chapter 8, where Jesus uh, makes a, a contact, a relationship with a centurion. Uh, and, and there's a mighty miracle that takes place, but the centurion uh, recognizes something in Jesus. And he says, he says, he recognizes in Jesus that he's a man under authority, that he recognizes that Jesus is in authority uh, because he is under uh, authority. And, and, and then uh, not, we see several times, but, but one of the times that we see Jesus really speaking uh, to this issue uh, of authority uh, is in is in Matthew 22. And I'll read this to you, uh, Matthew 22, verse 15. Um, it says then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Uh, Teacher, they said, uh, we know that you are a man of integrity. Uh, and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention uh, to who they are. Verse 17, tell us then, uh, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar uh, or, or not? So they've got this authority uh, question. They want to know, you know, are we under Caesar's authority? Should we pay uh, taxes to Caesar. Verse 18, but Jesus, uh, knowing their evil intent, said, you hypocrites, uh, you're trying to trap me. Uh, show me the coin used for paying the tax. And they brought uh, him a denarius and Jesus asked them, whose portrait is this and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Uh, then he said to them, give to Caesar uh, what is Caesar's and to God's and to God." Uh, what is God's? And when they heard this, they were amazed, so they left him uh, and, and went away. Uh, so Jesus saying, you know, be under authority and, and, and honor uh, the authority of Caesar and honor uh, the authority uh, of God. Uh, authority uh, is, 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 like I said, um, one of those things that brings such great clarity uh, to our lives. Uh, because one of the things that that we uh, need often to do when we don't know what to do uh, is to uh, is to submit and be under authority and not be rebellious. Um, but that's often one of the things that we don't want to do. You know, it's 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 the thing that we need to do uh, in order to open up the doors of relationship and to open up the doors of relationship uh, with the Lord. Nothing, there's like nothing that closes doors uh, with the Lord like being uh, rebellious. Um, you, you remember 2 Samuel, uh, 1 Samuel uh, chapter 15, uh, where, where Saul, King Saul, uh, was rebellious and didn't obey the commands of the Lord when it came to how to deal uh, with the Amalekites. And Samuel came to him 
And, and he said that he said the Lord doesn't delight in sacrifice and offering, uh, but in obedience. And he said that he said that the that rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. And then he says, and and also uh, uh, that uh, that that pride or arrogance uh, is uh, and 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 rebellion are like the sins of of witchcraft. And 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 he says to him. Um, that now, because of this, the Lord has rejected you uh, as king. Uh, so, so when we're living rebelliously, which is which is like so honored in our in our culture, it's like yeah, you rebel. Uh, um, it, it's really affecting our relationships, uh, and and so much affecting uh, our relationship uh, with the Lord. Uh, so we've got to we've got to have an understanding and a revelation of authority. And because we have submitted ourselves to Christ, to submit ourselves to the authorities that are set up by the Lord and be, be not only appropriately in authority, but also appropriately under authority. Maybe maybe if you're like up against some stuff and you don't know what to do, uh, maybe the thing that you need to do has to do with being under authority, uh, with responding appropriately to authority. And authority, like forgiveness, uh, is easy, 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 until it's hard. Right? You remember David and King Saul? Being un- David being under King Saul's authority uh, was easy as long as Saul was was being a wonderful uh, king and a wonderful uh, father-in-law and a wonderful captain uh, for David and and everything was you know going smoothly but as soon as there was uh, as soon as uh, there became jealousy in Saul's heart and 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 uh, and, and he be he be he began to try to uh, kill David all of a sudden uh, being under Saul's authority uh, wasn't easy anymore. It was very difficult. It was very hard. And yet, when David had opportunity uh, to kill Saul, instead of doing that, uh, David honored Saul and protected him and spared uh, his life. It, it, you know, in those moments, uh, there could have been incredible confusion in David's life uh, about what to do. But David, because he had an understanding of authority, knew what to do. When, when nobody else really knew what to do, he had clarity and he knew uh, what to do. And, uh, and that really kept David in a place of healthy, strong, beautiful uh, relationship uh, with, with the Lord. Uh, so, so maybe uh, one of your struggles uh, tonight maybe, maybe is uh, authority. Uh, and, and, and you've been not knowing what to do in order to in order to uh, restore uh, relationship. Uh, but the thing that you need to do uh, is, uh, is to submit and to be under authority and to honor uh, authority, um, which, is, which is so easy uh, when it's easy, but so hard uh, when it's hard. But we've got to do it when it's, when it's easy and uh, when it's hard. Um, so, so then the third thing, so we've got forgiveness, uh, we've got authority. And then the third thing tonight uh, that I want to share with you that brings such clarity uh, to life and, and is such a relationship door opener uh, is, is trust. Um, trust, again, like forgiveness and authority, is so easy 
until it's hard. It's so easy to trust when you're in relationship and, uh, and, and everybody's faithful and trustworthy and there's, and there's not any reason there uh, to not trust. But if there's ever, you know, anything that comes in and kind of affects that trust or, or breaks that trust or, 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 or if there's expectations that, you know, aren't being met and things aren't playing out the way that you thought that they would play out and then all of a sudden, uh, then all of a sudden trust isn't easy anymore and trust, which can be so easy, becomes so incredibly difficult. But, but man, trust is like the, the, the lifeblood of uh, relationships. Uh, there has got to be uh, trust in relationships and, uh, and especially when it comes to our relationship with uh, the Lord. Uh, so, so let me just, let's maybe just focus on that one for just a moment. Our relationship with, with God. Again, we know we are to trust God and that is so easy until it's hard. It's so easy to trust the Lord when everything's going right, when everything's looking the way that we think it ought to look, when everything's coming together the way that we think it ought to come together, when everything's working the way that we think that it ought to work. But, but as soon as God starts not making sense to us and, and things don't play out the way that we think they ought to play out and, 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 and it seems like maybe his blessing's gone and his help is gone and his provision's gone or maybe he's gone. And all of a sudden, then it gets really difficult to trust the Lord. But that's, that's when we trust, right? It's what Proverbs 3 says. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, so, so when, when God's making sense to us and he's doing everything the way that we think it ought to be done and, and, and everything's lining up with our understanding, then it's easy to trust Him. But all of a sudden, when, he, when, he, when that stops and things are happening that don't make sense to us, that we don't understand, that don't line up with our understanding, then it's hard to trust. But that's what trust is. Trust is trusting when it's hard, when we, when we don't see, when it doesn't make sense, when we don't understand. And we've got to have that kind of a trusting relationship with the Lord, that's going to open up relationship doors with Him and bring us into deep, intimate relationship you know, with Him. And, and again, when that relationship with God is right, then all of our other relationships become uh, healthy and, and right and start to, start to be what we want them to be and look how we want them to look and and that means that we've got to trust God at all times. Trust Him when it's, when it's sunny and trust Him when, when it's rainy. Uh, trust Him when it's easy and, and trust Him when it's hard. Trust, uh, maybe more than anything else, brings such clarity to our lives. Uh, because like when we don't know what to do, oftentimes what we, what we are to do is trust God. Like there's been many times in life where I didn't know exactly what to do, but I know that in those times, I've got to trust in the Lord with all of uh, my heart. And that brings clarity to life because you say, I don't know, I don't know what to do, but I know this. 
I know this. I know I'm going to trust God. I know I've got to trust the Lord. You know, a great uh, uh, word from Jesus on that uh, is John 14. Uh, I'm sure that you're familiar with it, but uh, just let me read it to you again tonight. It says, John 14, 1, it says, uh, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Don't, don't let your hearts be troubled. You know, whatever you may be facing, whatever may be going on around you, uh, however God may be not, maybe He's not making sense and things aren't lining up the way that you thought, uh, don't let your hearts be troubled. This is what He says. Trust in God. Jesus says, trust also in me. Jesus says, instead of letting your hearts be troubled, and when there's trouble all around you, trust in me and trust also in God. Do that, do that with all of uh, your heart. It, and, when, and, and if you don't know what to do in troubling times, that's what you need to do. You see how it brings clarity? That's what you need to do. You uh, need to trust God. And when you do trust Him in the good times and in the troubling times, trust Him when your heart's uh, full of peace and joy and, and when your heart's anxious and worried and troubled, Trust Him when it's easy. Trust Him when it's hard. When you do, that opens up relationship doors with the Lord and it keeps those relationship doors open and you enter into deeper relationship with God to where you see Him and you know Him more and more. And again, again, when that relationship is right, when, when it's first and it's healthy, and it's right, that is in a positive and a life-giving way affecting all of your other relationships. You know, one of the things that married couples need to, need to hear and to know is that if, if your relationship with God will be first, and if it's healthy and right, that is going to, that is going to roll over into your, into your relationship with your husband or, or your wife and, and make it beautiful and healthy and right. So, if you're going to have that right relationship with God, then there's got to be deep trust in the Lord with all of your heart, uh, not only when it's easy, uh, but also uh, when it's hard. Trust God, and, uh, and, and that'll bring clarity and open doors uh, to, uh, to your life and to your relationship with God and your relationship with others. Um, let me read to you. In closing tonight, Second uh, Timothy chapter three. And we'll start at verse one. We'll read one through five, and and this passage talks to us about the uh, the last days, the end times, and in, in here we see uh, we see a a turning away from forgiveness, from authority, and from trusting uh, in God. Uh, we see the, the opposite of what we've been talking about uh, tonight. So we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we are forgiving, uh, that we are under authority, and that we are trusting in God and trusting and putting trust into our relationships uh, with one another. Let me read this to you. Uh, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves Lovers of money. So, so there you see they're, they're not trusting in God. They're, 
they're, they're trusting in themselves and lovers of themselves and they're trusting in money and, and, and lovers uh, of, of money. Uh, they're, they're you know, going opposite against what Jesus said in Matthew uh, chapter 6 um, and, and, they're, and they're making and laying up their treasure on earth and instead of heaven and they're making their master uh, money and putting their trust in it instead of instead of uh, God being uh, their master and and their trust. But mark this: there will be terrible times. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents. Isn't that interesting? How that how that makes this list? Uh, there's going to be a rebellious attitude. Uh, there's going to be a uh, a rebellion against authority. It's going to show um, from being disobedient to, to parents, but, but go off into everything uh, else. There's not going to be an, an understanding or revelation uh, of, of authority. People are going to uh, speak abusively and rebelliously uh, to one another and, and to their uh, authorities, whoever it may be. So they're not going to be trusting in God. They're going to be trusting in money. And they're not going to be under authority. They're going to be rebellious. Um, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, verse 3, uh, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, and brutal, not lovers of the good. So, so you saw they're, they're unforgiving, that they're not going to follow Jesus' example of forgiveness and, and they will f- refuse uh, to uh, forgive uh, anyone who, who, uh, who affects them. Um, they'll, be, they'll be rejecting trusting in God, rejecting authority, and rejecting forgiveness. Uh, verse 4, treacherous, rash, conceited, Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Again, not loving God, not obeying God, not trusting uh, in God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power uh, have nothing to do uh, with them. So here's the, here's the end of this list, and it says have, have nothing to do with them. Um, so, so tonight I think, I think that's a good a good encouragement for us, a good instruction for us when it comes to uh, unforgiveness and when it comes to rebellion and, uh, and when it comes to, to not trusting God, let's have nothing to do with that. Let's have nothing to do with unforgiveness and let's have everything to do with forgiveness. Let's have nothing to do with rebellion and everything to do with understanding and being under authority. And let's have nothing to do with trusting in ourselves or trusting in money or, or, and not trusting in God. And let's have everything to do with trusting in God. Let's be people who forgive. Let's be people who are under authority. Let's be people who trust in one another and who trust in God. Many times when you don't know what to do, what you need to do is forgive. Many times when you don't know what to do, what you need to do is, is get back in right place of authority. Many times when you don't know what to do, what you need to do is trust God. Trust Him with all of your heart. 
be under authority, have a high understanding and revelation of forgiveness. Uh, uh, make these three things a part of your life, and they're going to bring clarity to your life, and they're going to open up relationship doors with others and keep them open, and they're going to open up the relationship door uh, with God and keep that door open. And, and what you're going to see is, uh, is beautiful uh, life-giving, life-changing relationships uh, that, that are a blessing to you and a blessing to others and a blessing to God and that further His plan and His purpose and His kingdom and bring Him glory and honor. Um, tonight, if, you, uh, if you're hearing me talk about trusting God and, and you've not trusted Jesus as Lord and Savior, uh, and and, and you've, you've, you've been looking at life and there's so much confusion and, and fog and cloudiness and you don't know what to do, here's what you do. First and foremost, you trust Jesus as your Savior and you make Him Lord of your life. And that's going to come and bring clarity and open up relationships with God. And, uh, and, and when that relationship with the Lord is open, then all things become possible. So pray with me. And uh, just repeat after me and pray this prayer from your heart and put your trust in Jesus tonight. Receive His salvation and uh, make Him Lord of your life. Pray with me, will you? Lord Jesus, I just want to say tonight that I trust You, that I receive Your forgiveness and Your salvation, and I set You, Jesus, as Lord in my heart. And I declare that I'm going to live for you, uh, following your example, being your disciple, trusting in you with all of my heart, and that I'm going to live to bring you glory and honor. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Now, praise the Lord. Uh, thanks for uh, joining with me tonight. Um, one of the best things that you can do uh, to, uh, to make good relationships and to improve your relationship with the Lord is to uh, go get together with the church uh, on Sunday. So be in church uh, on Sunday uh, and, uh, and the Lord will bless you and speak to you and change your life. If you just put your trust in Jesus tonight uh, for the first time, uh, then... Uh, then one of the best things and most important things you can do is to make sure that you're together uh, with a church on this Sunday. And it's Pentecost Sunday, so what a great day uh, to come together as a church. Uh, go to church Sunday. Uh, you'll be glad you did. God bless.